Welcome to She Can and She Will. My name is Marianne Brown, also known as the Country Mompreneur. I'm joined by my co-host, Deesa McAllister. We are moms, work-from-home experts, and queens at helping women take control of their lives. On this show, you will learn from us as well as other women who kick butt in their lives and want to help you do the same. So sit back and get ready for some fun. Welcome back to She Can and She Will. I feel like we should like sing the intro sometimes. Like, yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll practice and do it in harmony. So people will be like, yeah. we'll get a call from like the guy that found Justin Bieber and be like, you guys need to be singers. Oh, yeah. Or never. On, like YouTube. People are going to be like, I was listening to your podcast and I heard those harmonies and I was like, you guys have to be the next famous singers. Oh, this is going to be okay. We have to. (laughs) The expectation is too high at this point. (laughs) So today we're talking about how to be happy and how to stay happy. Disa's not happy, so I'm making Disa happy. That's Mm. our plans for the day. Oh, Marianne makes me happy all the time. I'm so happy to talk to her. That is our goals in life, to be happy and to laugh at all possible times. I had a couple of jobs in my past that everyone was just serious all of the time, and I did not fit in, surprisingly. (laughs) I just can't. I like the corporate world, and I've worked in the corporate world, but Mm -hmm. I just can't work in those kind of places. Like, there was one office I worked in where it was cubicles. That was not because I'm always laughing and joking around and people would be like, shh, (laughs) no, no, I can't, can't, that's, that's not my, my ability. Sorry. Plus I'm a generally a loud talker. Like just, I don't think I have a hearing problem. Generally it's caused by hearing problems. I'm just generally a loud talker. People, shh, no, don't shush me. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I would love to see somebody try to do that. Holy crap. Just get louder. Just get louder, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, there is something <laughs> weird. It's almost creepy about like corporate America. If you guys are working in cubicles, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, it's like, it's like this, this level of, um, everything is awesome, right? Like the, mm-hmm. it's almost like that, like a, a little bit of a, fake. I don't want to say culty, but yeah, it's, it's yeah. kind of fake. And you have to, you have to kind of get that mood. Otherwise you're the downer in the office, right? Mm-hmm. Or you're, yeah, you're not being a team player. You're not supporting the team. So I mean, I totally get it, but it is, it can feel disingenuine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was not a team player because I was not quiet and I was not serious. <laughs> How so. dare you? <laughs> How dare I not be serious? <laughs> I I was always trying to start at the one office that I was at, they had the cubicles. It was so painful. And there was a couple of other girls that were fun with me. So we would just, we'd have a chat going with each other and picking on people because we were just like, why the heck does everyone have to be so serious? And, <laughs> and I tried starting like a potluck on Fridays and stuff like that. And it would only be like the few funny people that would join. Like all the serious people wouldn't come. Like, why do you have, why do people, why are people so serious? Whoa, that's, I don't yeah. get it. Ooh. I can never, I can, I, I don't think our podcast is even for serious people, so they won't be listening anyway. So I, mean, I get it. If Everybody like, revolt. Against oh gosh. People. 
Yeah. If you're like, if you're like in the death business, if you're like a funeral, dude, you can't be joking around with people. That is so inappropriate. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, less, but, Sorry, your mom died. <laughs> like, no, I guess, I guess that would not be appropriate. That is a somber mood all the time. And that is appropriate. Yeah. That's okay. But, <laughs> but I mean, accounting. Yeah. You've got to be able to laugh. Otherwise, hello. Accounting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when we're talking about how to stay happy, first of all, you got to manage your stress levels. If you have too much stress in your life, it's going to, it's, it's going to take over and you're not going to have any more space in your life to be happy. All you're going to be is thinking about the stress. So you got to figure out ways, whatever they are to manage your stress, whether you go for walks, whether you like to meditate, different people have different things. I like to listen to really loud music in my car. That is my, <laughs> that is my de-stressor. If I am like super stressed about something, I'm in my car and I'm driving and I'm listening to heavy metal from the eighties. It's generally <laughs> my go-to. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I got a, okay. I got a question for you. So a couple of weeks ago, I went to Florida with my son Darwin and we went scuba diving. Now there was like a lot of stuff going on, you know, always right. And you're uh-huh. traveling and stuff. When I hit the ocean, now keep in mind, I'm so excited. Like we haven't been scuba diving since we got certified a couple of years ago. Like we're so excited. I got in the ocean and I immediately had a panic attack. It was so scary. But then afterwards, you know, and and the Mm -hmm. the people were great. They like calmed me down and then I went under and it was totally fine. But for a couple minutes there, I was like, am I dying? Is my heart going to like, I'm not just like out of control. But so I had to go back and try to figure out like what happened leading up to it. And as soon as I said panic attack to Paul, actually, he was like, well, yeah, you did. Look at all this stuff going on. And he starts listening to things. And I was like, Oh yeah, I guess that's a lot of stuff. But how do you know? How do you know that you are stressed? Like, how do you know that there's a lot going on that you are stressed out? Because I apparently don't realize it until it's too late. For me, it's when I start nipping at people. Like oh. that's when that's when I know things have really gotten to me because I usually don't have a short trigger when it comes to anything. If my son spills something, I'm not the mom on those bounty commercials that just smiles and wipes it off. <laughs> but I don't, but I also don't flip out and like, and, but if, if, but if something causes me to just flip the heck out, I know, okay, something's going on. I need to step away and get in my car because otherwise I'm just going to keep going and keep nipping at people. So that's what I think that's my biggest tell. Is when yeah. I start crabbing at people. Irritability. All right. I'm going to remember that because I do, I do have that sometimes. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a good, good, good symptom. Or what do they call it? <laughs> Not side effect. I don't know. Tell, 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 tell sign. Tell, tell um, sign. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so because I'm kind of, I'm kind of deaf to my own stress levels, I just don't see it sometimes. So I try to focus on, um, on joy. Right. Uh, I got a magnet on my fridge and I try to read it every time I go past. It says, uh, do more of what makes you happy. So, uh, so I'll ask myself in the beginning of the day, like, what is going to bring you the most joy today? And I just try to force that in to the day. Um, so sometimes it's like listening to one song. Sometimes it's like, um, an extra piece of cake. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Maybe tonight is a birthday party. I'm having cake. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not cooking dinner is a lot of the yes, time. My, yes. My that is a big joy. Like not having to come up what to go. If someone would just, it's funny because when I suggest to people, tell me what you want for dinner. People think I'm just like a menu. Like I'm like that. I can't think of new things all of the time. If it was up to me, it would be taco every Tuesday, pizza every Wednesday. Like, it's hard to come up with new things. I don't want the same old stuff, but I can't think of new things half the time. And I'll Google fun things for dinner, and people are talking about tilapia with lemon and cow. I'm like, I can't make that stuff. But like, <laughs> <laughs> Give me ideas that are realistic. That's what I think. <laughs> needs to be a cookbook of realistic things to make for dinner, not weird artsy fartsy things that I don't have. And like I was talking to the lady that is the the cook that we spoke to on our podcast. Oh God, I, I love her. Decide to make something that I'll see a person make on TikTok that looks yeah. so delicious, but it will call Ooh. for such weird ingredients that I'll end up with these weird ingredients half opened in my cupboard that I don't know what else to do with. Like, well, I'm going to make this weird fish oil stuff for the next three weeks, obviously, (laughs) because I have the ingredients. I just, it's just give me ideas, share. (laughs) Yeah, we should. uh, I would say we should, but I don't mean me. Um, uh, We should like make, make some of those recipes, but yeah, my brain does not even work like that. I cannot put tastes together but yeah, yeah. like yeah. dump a thing and dump a thing and then I'm like oh crap I'm using all this processed food I'm killing my whole family and I, can, I just can't forget it I'm going yeah. to McDonald's whenever possible because I just don't want to cook all the time yeah pretty much that's how we end up eating out all the time and when you say enjoy yourself I was thinking about when I got divorced and I moved into an apartment for a while and then I ended up getting this house next to a pond that I still miss. It was so beautiful. But I had this apartment for a while and I just went from this environment that was just, there was a lot of yelling and a lot of stress. And it's like, I don't want any of that in my my new life. I'm going to be happy. So all over my house, I got those stick up quotes that you can get that are like the peel and stick. And so all over my house, I had all of these like Love will find a way, and she believed she could, but and had them all over my house. And when I came home, I was I'm home. I had pink and red everywhere, like calm colors. And I was just like, I come home, I'm in my happy place. My son, when he would come home from his dad, sometimes he would be a little crabby, and I'd be like, we don't do that here. (laughs) (laughs) He was not allowed to be crabby in my house. I was like, go outside if you're doing that. We don't do that here. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is awesome. So how do you get through your day between work, your family, and all the in-betweens? Who has the time to connect with others who face your similar struggles? Join us at our monthly Women Helping Women virtual networking sessions to make connections with other women who face your same struggles. Make new contacts, whether you are looking for business connections, accountability partners, or to build relationships. If you've never joined a virtual networking session, it's very laid back, and we try to make it fun for all who attend. We ask you to share your name, what you do for a living, and what you're looking to get out of the session. We encourage people with like interests to share their contact info to connect once the session is over. This is a great opportunity to build bonds with new people who you never would have met in your day-to-day life. So whether you're looking to make professional connections or looking to find some new friends, sign up for our next session. 
Find more information at thecountrymompreneur.com. So another good thing is also boost your self-esteem. This is a tricky one. It's a very hard one because sometimes you just feel like crap. But for me, I, at least from the waist up, try to always look good when I'm working. When I go out in public, you know, you dress, do make yourself look good for you. The problem that we have nowadays is especially if you're working from home and doing a lot of Zoom calls, you're looking at yourself all of the time. And that can be a problem sometimes for your self-esteem because you're like, Man, extra critical of your own image. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I, uh, I went overboard like when I was te- late teens, early twenties and I would make sure I had heels on all the time. Even when I, I was like helping my parents move and stuff like heels all the time and like mm-hmm. dresses and stuff. And then, uh, my back went out probably cause I was being stupid with heels. <laughs> uh, but after that, I was like, why do I have to? do this for other people, for other people to like me. And then I went on like this 20 year hiatus of like, you know, screw you. I'm not putting makeup on, you know, all this kind of crap. Yes. And then, uh, <laughs> and then after this last divorce, I was like, Oh, I just, I feel better. I feel better. Uh-huh. If I like go get my nails done. I feel better. If like, I don't know, I don't know what, what that does for you. Like it's a little bit of self care, but every time I look at my nails, I'm like, this is, that was always the one thing for me. And it's been for years. The one mm-hmm. thing for me that I do for me is I always go every couple of weeks, go get my nails on. If I wait too long, they yell at you. I don't know if, they, oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> if they've ever yelled at you. Like I'll come in. I'm like, I'm coming for a fill. They're like, no, you're not. <laughs> you start all over again. You waited too long. So I try to go every couple of weeks. <laughs> There's like some people that yell at you, like the dentist. Do you floss? Yeah, I do. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I like to, that's like my one thing that I like to do. I just, and some people like, they'll be like, oh, you're being vain. You get, no, it's my thing for me. I like to do it. Like I go to spas and stuff like that. I'm not much for massages, but I like to get my nails done. (laughs) Yeah. I, I think that's what I like, what I missed about it because my thought was like, I shouldn't have to do this for other people to like me. Right. But when I do it, I, f- I just you feel, feel good. good. It's mm-hmm. it's not for other people. It's just like, I feel like when I see that, I'm like, Oh, I, I deserve a level of care. And that's, it makes me feel good. Like mm-hmm. I gave myself care, like my little inner me, right? Yeah. Like I just have my inner me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're done. You're like, I can really help your self-esteem. Yeah. Um, words of affirmation. I, I, I get bad about this and I forget about it for like six months Mm -hmm. and I'll get into like a little routine of like just in the morning, just saying like three words of affirmation or something like that. And, um, I honestly think that that can change your life. Just, um, using I am statements like, uh, uh, like I know a lot of writers or, or people who write on the side, but they'll do like, I am an author. I am a, you know, a writer. Um, and that is just, uh, because, you know, you are, you don't have to do it like every minute of the day to be that person. Um, right. But you're kind of stepping into a higher version of yourself. If you just use like, I am statements, I am worthy. I am loved. I am, I am an author, you know, whatever it is. That's not my thing, but whatever that thing is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I think about what's his name, Stuart Smalley, where he's like, oh. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. 
and doggone it, people like me. (laughs) I like to use that one because I can't do words of affirmation and without being a smart ass. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You got to embrace it. You got to embrace it fully for it. Seriously. If I just looked in the mirror and was like, Oh, you look beautiful today. My inner self would just laugh at myself. But if I say you're good enough, you're smart enough, then my inner self's like, yeah, right. You are. (laughs) (laughs) That's adorable. So now I have, have a healthy lifestyle. I'm not the best at this one. I try. I try. I try to make healthy meals for my family when we're not eating at McDonald's as for aforementioned. <laughs> I try to cook healthy meals and we, I have a garden last year. I got three tomatoes out of it. So that was pretty good because the year before I tried and they all died. So oh. every year I try to grow a few more tomatoes. I had like six bushes wow. and I ended up with three tomatoes. So oh. not, not good, not good ratio, yeah. not good ratio, but. I'm getting there. <laughs> That's the, that is like the goal, sock. right? You just get a little bit better every year. Um, like yeah. I made the, I started the garden thinking I'm going to make sauce and salsa. And then I ended up <laughs> with three tomatoes and I'm like, well, I tried. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So we, we kind of focus on, um, on like, uh, mental stability and that kind of health, right? I'm, I'm the worst of food. I just have a horrible relationship with, I give my kids a horrible relationship with food. Mm. I'm working on it. Um, but, uh, but as far as like, uh, like, you know, if something's really bothering them, let's just talk it out. Like no judgment, yes. compassionate listening. Yeah. Let's just talk it out, you know, and that's, um, I feel like, like that's if you really just, important. That's really, yeah. really good. Yeah. Like I want to always be able to be, because my parents, like my mom was not a a huggy, huggy, get to know me, know what my problems, mom. And my dad's very serious construction worker. So my, my parents were never like the tell me what's wrong type people. And I want my son to always feel like he's able to come to me if he's got a problem. And that I think that's really important to be able to have that with your kids. Oh God. Yeah. 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 We're working on it. We're working on all kinds of healthiness, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, oh gosh. That's the next thing is like talk and share. Um, I'm l- actually listening to this talk by Simon Sinek, who is a, just a beautiful speaker about all kinds of stuff. He'll talk about leadership. He's one of the most sought after speakers on the planet right now. <laughs> um, but he's, uh, he's kind of going on, on a, on a streak about loneliness. Um, and he's talking about his own loneliness, right? So I'm mean, right in the middle of like this big interview with him. Um, but I just think that that is, I don't even want to say brave. I just think that it's so, um, real to kind of talk about this stuff. Like when you are not, you can't be joyful all the time. You can't right. be in a good spot all the time. And just to be able to like talk that through with somebody and share that with another person. Um, not so they can fix it, but just so that they can see where you are, right? It's just, just having another person know, mm-hmm. know what you're going to do is. And having someone that you can talk to when it's, so you're not bottling it all up and then going. That never works. I don't no. know. No. <laughs> I, no. Yeah. I don't know why we're trying to, yeah, just no. get through it. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. Then also having gratitude and being yeah. thankful for, and that's one of the things that I think even the kid, even our kids may not 
understand Un- being grateful for what you have and not hope wishing you had somebody else's stuff, I think is the be- biggest thing. Because if you sit and you start thinking, I wish I had what she had, you're just going to get yourself all upset because yeah. you don't have the fancy shoes. You don't have the size one out figure. You don't have, you don't have all the things, but be happy that you you're alive. You have the life that you have. You have healthy kids, whatever it is that you have in your life, be happy yeah. with what you have. And, and, that would that makes a big difference in your life too. Yeah, I love that idea too. The whole um uh I got married by a monk my first time. Not to a monk, but by a monk, you know. <laughs> Not and one of the things he would always say is uh um desire is the root of all suffering, which is so true, right? Mm-hmm. So and what is the what kind of contradicts desire and its gratitude is just just being being settled with where you are. I love that. I love that. Um, all right. So I couldn't not include this one because it helped me so much after my last divorce is to schedule your breakdowns on this doesn't work. If you're like just piling it on and piling it on and piling it on and you're going, you know that you're about to hit your ceiling. This is like, if you're going through something really horrible and you know, like daily, you're like, um, trying to pick up the pieces and hold it together for everybody else. So, um, like divorces or you just lost, lost a loved one. Um, uh, this was like the best advice that I, that I got when I was going through this. And I, uh, I had told somebody like, I'm just so sad. I can't like, I, I think I'm okay. And then I just start crying and this happens every single day. And they're like, okay, well just set aside an hour every single day and force yourself to have that breakdown. And it worked so well. So I kept it within that hour. I would just, even if I didn't feel like, like at that moment, I would just sit with my feelings. And at first it just came out just, right. you know, and then after a while, um, I would have to think about it for a little bit. And then just gradually, I just didn't feel like crying anymore, you know, but it, that took oh. like, it took a long time to get through that. But yeah, if that's, that's a cool idea. I've never heard of that before. That's really that seems like that would be very, very helpful because then you won't like be breaking down in the middle of work all day long. You know, okay, I can, I'll focus on this later. So embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes like, like the worst is like when you're just talking to somebody and you feel it and your eyes are just starting to water, but you're not like, you're not like hyperventilating or anything, but you're just trying like, if I just don't wipe my eyes, nobody's going to know. Right. Maybe Feel like the person really in the bathroom me. crying and they're like, don't go in the bathroom. Deesa's in there crying again. <laughs> so embarrassing yeah Yeah. god forbid i ever go through something like that again but if i did yeah that's number one schedule your breakdowns yeah well i love it i think that we are the happiest place on earth right now better than better than (laughs) disney world just so you know so i would agree we're better than disney yes well because we're there's no lines to to wait and see us. Well, I was going to say ride us, but that does not sound right. No. Yeah. So there's no lines to wait and listen. You can just yeah. log in and listen to us. And if anybody else has any fun ideas that you have and how you stay happy, share with us in the comments. We want to know. We want more ideas. Oh, my gosh. This is something you cannot get too much of. Share everything. Yeah. Yes. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We will see you next time. Thank you for listening. For more information, join us at thepmagency.com.